Welcome to Chapter 2 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Ken Gillis, Associate CIO of Essentia Health. In this segment, Gillis talks about the big leaps his organization is looking to make in telehealth, the tipping point when it comes to software development, and how CIOs can help foster innovation. Being in an area that is fairly uh, rural, are you doing anything at this point with uh, telehealth or are there any plans to do so? Yeah, actually we've got a, a fair amount of that uh, underway uh, already and we've got some, some pretty major plans uh, going forward here. You know, we've done some things with uh, tele-ED was really our starting point. And like you mentioned, with some of these rural facilities, really seeing a benefit of the patient not having to travel and us remotely being able to provide uh, some of those higher level services. Uh, we've gotten into telewound, telepsych, um, and probably the big thing I would say that's on our radar right now is telestroke. We've got a, you know, a very high-level uh, stroke program here at Essential Health, and particularly in, in, in the West region. And so we're reaching out to other organizations that have some of these outreach types of uh, networks in place and, uh, and potentially partnering with them to provide the stroke service across their networks. Um, and, and we're uh, actually, I would just say this, we're getting very close to signing a contract uh, for about 85 sites, I think it is. Okay. Yeah, so we're, uh, we're going to make some, some big leaps, big strides forward there. Right. And is that something where it started on, um, started on a smaller level or, you know, a smaller scale and just uh, kind of built on from there? Right, right. Yeah, the whole telehealth program did, yes. Were there uh, like hurdles early on or, you know, anything kind of major you had to work through or is it just... Uh, well, it was, you know, the basics about the reimbursement, about the licensure right. across states and, you know, those typical things. Yeah. You mentioned before about accountable care. Um, are you uh, you're part of an ACO at this point? Yeah, we are. Essential Health is, uh, yeah, one of the pioneer ACOs. Oh, oh right, okay. We're, we're an integrated delivery network and in just a, a great position in terms of having the services and the providers uh, that we need for our own ACO. So uh, we are in the process of signing a contract with an affiliate who wants to join our ACO along with getting access to Epic and that sort of thing. But everything right. to this point has been just internally within Essential Health. Right. Okay. Now I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, data management and, and what the strategy is there um, and, and what plans you have or what work you're doing with analytics at this point. Yeah, that's uh, that's actually probably one of our top initiatives right now. I mean, that's the that's the secret sauce to making all this work. Um, right. Well, you're, you're aware that you know, with uh, now having this electronic health record uh, implemented in all the sites except Graceville, which will be up uh, very soon, plus all the information now we can get from uh, we're a part of the Medicare Shared Savings Program, so now we're able to actually load the claims data in from there. And then any integration we've got with other EPIC organizations in North Dakota here, plus the North Dakota Health Information Exchange, point being we're getting all of this data, right? So now what do we do with it? And uh, I, I would say organizationally, you know, we, we uh, made a major, major initiative and investment into the, you know, quality and safety and, and those types of things uh, a couple of years ago. And, uh, you know, those dividends are paying off. So basically here's, here's our strategy. First, it's, uh, it's, we, we call it Epic first. So if Epic has the analytics available that we're looking for, we're absolutely going to install and implement 
their functionality, realizing Epic was pretty late to the game here. You know, a little, uh, little over a year and a half, two years ago, they were just PowerPoint presentation. And right. uh, I was just at the Epic user group meeting this last week, and they've made a lot of strides. So now what we're doing is, is we're taking a lot of the internal developed applications that we did. And take an example of registries. We built our own registries. Now we're going to migrate those to the Epic registries. Okay? So that's one half of the strategy is the Epic first, utilize their functionality. And then the other piece is where that uh, functionality is not available. We've got a development team who's building, uh, building this uh, internally. And actually, we've made a lot, a lot of progress there. One of the key things in the ACO is you have to be able to measure uh, to be able to improve, right? So we built, uh, you know, quality dashboards with, you know, it's probably got, you know, maybe 40 metrics on it now that you can actually drill down all the way from the essential to the region to the, you know, to the hub to the site, to the department down to the physician kind of thing. And, and mm -hmm. it's got spark lines and the target and, the trends and all those kind of things on it. So it's, it's, it's just magnificent, and it's been uh, adopted throughout all the regions across the whole organization, which, you know, sometimes is a huge challenge. So th those are kind of the two of the fronts we're moving forward here. Okay. I mean, realize we've got a lot of work to do, and this thing, uh, you know, will never be done. You know, as you look at, uh, uh, you know, predictive analytics, you know, we're doing a lot of sort of descriptive or retrospective kind of things. Here's the data. Here, here it is, uh, um, you know, go drill down to it. Uh, the other thing we're trying to do is, is, you know, rather than forcing people to go to the data and drill down to find out what's good or what's bad is, is with analytics is tell them the story. So I, I'll give you an example, not to get too deep into it, but maybe this will make sense. So uh, with this claims data from, uh, from Medicare, we can determine now which, uh, where our physicians are referring people outside the organization when we have the capabilities inside the organization, right? We call it leakage, okay? Yeah. So the first thing we did is we created a report that lets, lets people drill in, you know, for all, all, through that hierarchy I mentioned to find out if somebody is referring somebody out. You know, and they'd have to get down to the point of, let's say, well, physician A is sending somebody uh, for an orthopedic visit to Sanford Health in Fargo, let's say, right? So they would have to deduce that, oh, we have an orthopedics program. Why would they be sending it to Sanford? But you got to get down to that level. So what we're doing now is basically building in. We know uh, the area where we have our specialties, and we know what the, uh, what the competition has. And basically we can now say, well, hey, here's a report of uh, physician A, uh, referred out these services to these specialties where you have them internally versus having them go down through all of these layers in the organization to figure it out. Yeah. You know, so, so tell people versus having them to go figure it out is, is really uh, where the next value layer is here. Right. And then you said you have a, a development team that, that was um, as far as, uh, you know, looking at some of these, these analytics pieces and could you talk a little bit about that and, and you know, how, uh, kind of how that was put together? Because uh, you know, I imagine that, that that's a really nice thing to have, or really positive to be able to, you know, work on, on these things internally, but I'm sure there are challenges as well. We started the, to develop this team because we knew there was a void in the vendor marketplace. I mean, now you see that, you know, everybody has some type of analytics they're trying to sell. but. You know, when we, when we start thinking about our vision and some of the strategies we're going to employ, you know, three, four years ago, there wasn't much out there. So we knew 
to get started, we're going to have to do something internally. And we took a very cautious approach. Uh, we built a, what's called a metric framework. So literally, we could, we could lay any type of metric into this framework uh, and sort of commoditize it, if you will, once we had the infrastructure in place. And that, so that's where we're actually getting the big gains right now is that somebody comes up with a metric, we can layer it into this framework very quickly. Uh, but with that comes the challenges of developing software. You know, you have to stay current. Uh, you have to have the team. You've got to keep the team. Um, it's, it's a little bit costly when you think of the amount of resources you put at it. Uh, all of those types of things that go into software development. You know, and now, now when we take a step back, I actually had this conversation last week with, uh, with one of my directors of, you know, some of these vendors now, even when you look at Epic, you know, they have hundreds of people developing these, uh, these tools now, and that's why they catch up so quick. You know, and we're, we're uh, let's say, you know, say 10. Um, there's a point in time where it doesn't make sense for us to develop uh, if we can buy these things. Um, yeah. so, so, so we're definitely going to have that challenge as we go forward here. Right. So it's just a matter, I guess, of uh, determining when that point is and if, yep. if the uh, vendor products are, are uh, meeting your needs enough. Yep, yep, yeah, there's going to be a tipping point in there at some point. Right. Okay. That also kind of uh, goes to the point of innovation and uh, how, you know, CIOs can, can work to foster that. It's something that, that maybe isn't quite as easy as it sounds, especially when you have so many other things to focus on that are immediate prior priorities, and what are your thoughts on that? You know, um, I, I look at, uh, at some of the ways that we can help drive innovation. Um, we, we need the operational folks to be lockstep with us or us with them, so to speak, right? But I think there's a lot of areas that we're, we're, we're working with our customers on right now, you know, related to uh, readmissions, uh, falls, sepsis, uh, so a lot of these never event type things. Uh, where can we use analytics to show what's the likelihood of this patient being readmitted? You know, there's a lot of metrics out there that you can uh, you can you know put some uh, if thens around and and help the customers in that in that regard. So what, what we're trying to do is engage with them enough that they know these things are possible. You know, and I think in the past. They've, they've, they haven't had the time to think about it because they just assumed we didn't have the data or we couldn't do that. So it's really trying to get that message out that, hey, we can help you. If you define a use case where you want to improve something, there, there's a lot of things we can do now that we couldn't do even a year ago. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. As far as meaningful use, um, where does the organization stand? Have you uh, attested to Stage 1? Yeah, actually, we're... we're uh, We've done very, very, very well. Uh, we've got you know almost everybody through stage one, and we're just in the process of getting close to a testing for stage two. Yeah, we, we've that's that's been a very, very positive thing for us as an organization. Right, right. I mean, it, it's obviously something that that's been that's brought up a lot of challenges for organizations. So it, I can imagine it's a nice thing when when you can say that okay, this hasn't been you know a, a major struggle for us. Yeah, you know, I, I wouldn't say that. I would just say we've done very well. I mean, right. we still we still had the work and the challenges of, uh, you know, getting end user adoption and and you know, as an example, have a physician having to click that they did something versus having being a byproduct of actually documenting something. You know, we still have those challenges and we continue to work with our vendors to try to improve those processes. But 
But I'm just saying, uh, you know, uh, our, our operational leadership was there, our IS leadership was there, and, uh, and uh, so we did well, but it's still a challenge, and there's still yeah. more to come. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.